Well, Rob, Buda, Texas, on Saturday, held Mission Pro Wrestling's Wishes Granted, uh, featuring tons of matches, not the least of which was the main event, which was going to feature uh, Allison K versus Thunder Rosa. And uh, we've got the whole card lineup. Let's run this thing down. Let's talk about what happened there. And uh, now I got some of your prediction notes. I think some of your matches, uh, you didn't even know exactly what the card, the card was. Cards are subject to change. And some of that's the thing, man. That's the thing. Uh, uh, in pro wrestling, cards are subject to change, especially right now. I mean, you, we I was really, really looking forward to Shaw Guerrero and uh, Rachel Rose. The match that we got was fantastic, even though it, uh, Shaw Guerrero was not able to make it. And I haven't been able to talk to Brian about why that was. And it's neither here nor there. The point is uh, things adjust and they change. But, they, I, I, you know, when you look at this is now the fourth. Let's say we had. Hell hath no fear. We had turn him out of hell. We had um, run it back, and now we had uh, wishes granted. Now we so this was the fourth show. This was the fourth show. Um, <clears throat> you you know you when you're looking at the shows and you're analyzing, you're comparing. You're gonna say, you know, a certain show was maybe more important than the other. A certain show was maybe more, uh, maybe had a fuller card than others. And although I'm going to tell you just at, at the top of this, although this might not have been the most important Mission Pro show yet, I'm going to go out and say that this was probably the best show yet. This was the best show yet. It was freaking awesome. And, and this is this was something booked. Again, cards have to change, but the whole Cervantes family was involved in the booking of this. And um, as I'm walking into uh, Pinball's Kingdom, I run into this handsome young man named Anakin, and I'm realize that it's uh, that it's this is this is the the crown prince of the Cervantes family finally that we've talked and I was just thinking oh, like, wow I'm like I'm so happy that Anakin does not resemble Brian Rosa <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> that you got the <laughs> that you got did the not good genes <laughs> but this family just in all seriousness the Cervantes family was uh, was involved in the booking of this and this was the most well booked uh, fluid show. They're really getting their footing. I mean, everything that they've done has been so good, and we bragged and bragged and raved about it. Uh, but this was an excellent show. It was really quite, quite good. And, uh, man, you know, we're, we're about to jump into it. Yeah, uh, and, and Rob, it's funny to hear you say that because uh, I, I just – I, I got to say, too, uh, and, and I don't want to bore everybody with all of this, but I, I just – I didn't get to watch this show until today. And uh, so I'm a little embarrassed to say that, especially with Brian Rosa being here right now. But uh, I took some work time. I just, I just watched it today and uh, threw it on there. And I don't know what I expected, but man, you might be right. If I don't know how they do it, but it's like it keeps getting better. And I swear to God, this might have been the best Mission Pro Wrestling show. And even with the ending the way it was and the, and the outcome of the main event, which I think could have turn people against you but they found a way to work it out but we'll get there we'll get there rob did you have any any details you wanted to give before we get to the actual like running through the card like about your your time in buta well I, again i would encourage you um when, when you get to when you get to buta if you're if you guys are planning on going you first of all you gotta go it's an amazing experience i mean again i, I i've said it before tanya is not the biggest wrestling fan in the world she loves this event. We walk in, we see Brian. She gives Brian, Brian embraces us like family. Of course, I had to walk myself out to the shed because he was so busy and it was cold out there. 
uh, on this particular trip. But uh, uh, I would just say, look, man, don't don't you know if you got if you can afford to splurge a little bit and get those VIP seats, do so because you're going to be able to get in at six thirty. Um, these shows, every, all of these shows, sell out. So there is a line. And that line is big and it takes a minute. You know, you got two or three uh, ladies and Anakin, they're working the gate and it takes some time to get through. Uh, so I think, I think I want to say that VIP seats are like 70 bucks, but they're literally like you, you saw, I was active on, tw on Twitter and TikTok during the show. I mean, I was, uh, I was literally, you know, four feet away from the ring. I could smell, I could smell the blood and sweat. I mean, it was like, it was right there. And, uh, uh, the, but the big thing is like, you can get in there, get early, get food and the food there is excellent. Um, uh, you never know who you're going to see. We've got a lot of people in our family that, that are there that, that appreciate our show, but that we met, uh, through the Cervantes family guys like, uh, Teague, um, um, gosh, man, I could rattle off names, but of course, then you saw Joe Galley was there. Um, you know, he's got a, he's got a new girlfriend and she's very charming and, uh, we got to spend some time with her. Um, a lot of people that, 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 you know, that you've met through this particular venue, uh, of, uh, this is pro wrestling and through what mission pro is doing with, with all of their production angles and stuff. Uh, you're going to get to spend time with them and talk. And then the show starts around seven, seven thirty. So I would just encourage you, you know, if you can splurge, get that, get that. Okay. Brian Rosa is saying $50 VIP. So if you can do that, I would encourage you to do it because the, if for nothing else, you're going to get to dodge that line. We saw people in that line that, it, you know, we didn't see them for an hour later because they had to go through it, but we walked right through and, and we got to hang out, you know, uh, go to the, 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 uh, they've got a big area in the back set up where uh, all the talent have their, their gimmicks and their, their shirts and uh, eight by tens and stuff out there. So you get first access to that. Uh, the shirts always sell out. So you come in and you get the pick of your size and all that stuff. And uh, just it's look, it's $50 is well spent, man. It's a, you, you can we spend 50 bucks on a night out at Chili's or a night out at the Outback or a, not, at a night at the movies. Spend 50 bucks, get your VIP seat, get in there at, at 630 and get your seat, set your stuff down, have fun, go meet and greet. It's a lot of fun and it's worthwhile. So anyway. No, beautiful man. I can't wait till I'm actually able to make uh, make one of these trips out there with you because this these events are unstoppable. If you, guys, if you haven't seen Mission Pro Wrestling, I promise you, just go get the Title Match Network for ten dollars, and you can watch all of them uh, that have happened so far and catch right up. It's monthly, and uh, they don't miss a beat, man. It's been uh, amazingly booked wrestling shows. You guys are gonna love it. I promise you. If you haven't seen it already, just you got to check it out. Um, so the uh, first match on the card, um, we see the return of Roche Chanel. Um, and uh, I think it's the uh, first appearance of Kenzie Page. Uh, $20 for general mission, $10 for kids, and $250 for Gary. All right. Well, so I'll probably never catch a Mission Pro Wrestling show. I don't know. It might be worth $250 one time. <laughs> if, somehow, uh, man. Somehow. I don't know what happens, man. But I always walk out there. My tab is like, like, where did we go last night? We must have had like a went to a five star restaurant. I get in there and get generous, man. Start buying drinks for everybody and buying stuff. And <laughs> man, I never spent less than four hundred dollars there. But it's man, cool. again, it's, well, it's I'll, uh, yeah. I mean, I can definitely afford to go if Rob's with me. <laughs> uh, so uh Rache Chanel returns and uh defeats Kenzie Page in the uh first match on the show. Uh Kenzie uh, essentially this match is a, it was good. It was a solid opening match. I was very impressed and uh 
I, you know, I didn't know a lot about uh, Rache Chanel before her debut on Mission Pro Wrestling, and now we're learning a little bit more about her. And uh, Kenzie Page, I actually have heard of mainly because of uh, what's the dude? I just bought his shirt. Uh, uh, you, uh, you're talking about uh, Dylan McQueen. Dylan McQueen, yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Name slipped my mind. I'm sorry, but Dylan McQueen and her have a. Uh, uh, they call themselves the Pettyweights, I think, and uh, and that's <laughs> and that's fun. But anyway, Kenzie Page, I, I've I've seen her like on AEW like briefly and and that sort of things. It was cool to see this match, and they had a great like back and forth match. Uh, essentially, Kenzie goes for a six one nine at one point, gets caught tied up in the ropes, and uh, Rache Chanel just like kind of lays into her pummels her with a combination of different moves and ends up hitting uh, basically a code breaker and gets the one two three and uh Rache Chanel gets uh, I think what is her first win if I'm not mistaken on uh, Mission Pro Wrestling and uh so uh, a very good opener uh Rob did you have notes on that one Oh yeah um <clears throat> you got to you got to stay tuned and and, and and highlight the names of Kenzie Page and Rache Chanel uh, La Fashionista These are two these are going to be two of the most important women uh <clears throat> Rache Chanel was do a big win this is no this is no I mean Rasha Chanel's done some stuff. She's already been on AEW Dark. She's appeared on Ring of Honor. Uh, her win-loss record is really skewed towards the loss column, but you got to look who they fed her to. Who has Rasha Chanel been wrestling? She's been wrestling Hikaru Shida. She wrestled Nyla Rose. She wrestled Big Swole. She wrestled Britt Baker. She wrestled Hyen. She wrestled Thunder Rosa. She is... Um, she is being fed. She is getting some major, major, major experience miles wrestling. Major, 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 major talent. I was about to say, it seems like she probably walked into this match with Kenzie Page. And this is by no means disrespect to Kenzie Page, but probably like, thank God I'm finally wrestling somebody who's like in the same spot, at least in career wise. Like just, uh, you know, not our, somebody who's already a huge wrestling superstar. She, uh, um, yeah, and I, I actually picked, I, I got to do the Mel on a Mission show, who, and I got to meet Mel uh, on, on Saturday at, um, at uh, uh, Pinball's Kingdom. Great, I love her, man. She's fantastic. She's got a keen mind and ha- does really good analysis. But when, we, when I talked with her, I actually picked Kenzie Page to win this. I predicted her because I feel like Kenzie Page has got a lot of momentum. By the way, there's some tension right now between Dylan McQueen and Kenzie Page. I don't know if you've been aware of that, but Kenzie Page is one of the, there are a handful of, 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 of prodigies out there. You know, you think Roxy, you think, um, you think uh, Sky Blue, uh, you think of our girls, Maddie Rinkowski, uh, who's only been in the business for a year. If you take the COVID months out, uh, obviously Rachel Rose, but then you've got uh, Kenzie Page who is only 19 years old. She's been in the business for three years, Gary. So do the math. Let's see, 19 minus three, it's like 12 or something when she started. <laughs> you know, just keep, don't forget to carry the one. Uh, right. But she, um, here, here's how I look at Kenzie Page <clears throat> for our NWA audience. Kenzie Page is what I feel is Mission Pro or Women's Wrestling's Ricky Starks. And this, and the reason I say that is you've remembered that Ricky Starks was brought in as the number one draft pick for Nick Aldis. Well, Kenzie Page is the number one draft pick for Thunder Rosa. She wrestled Thunder Rosa in Bristol, Texas, the night that uh, Piper and I were up in, at the uh, sellout for Smothers event in uh, Grimsley, Tennessee. She wrestled. Kenzie Page took Thunder Rosa to the limit. This is a 19-year-old now. So I was, I, I felt like the momentum and the buzz was all about Kenzie, and I predicted Kenzie Page to win this, but 
Rochelle uh, Chanel, who, as Brian has pointed out, her character is on point, man. She is so beautiful. She is so funny. She is so good. She's so fluid. She's so likable. Uh, that I, w- I wasn't surprised that she won it, but uh, uh, it what a, what a treat to open the show with this match. And Chanel blew my mind. Yeah, getting the win. This is the win. I, I said it. Rache Chanel needs a big win to kind of jumpstart and boost her into the win column on a win streak. And she got that win against Kenzie Page. And uh, so let's see where she goes from here. I'd like to see her on the AEW Dark again. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, one of the beautiful parts you get by watching This Is Pro Wrestling the at TIPW show right here with us right now is that folks like Brian Rosa are already in the chat. Brian Cervantes, when we say Brian Rosa, we're talking about Brian Cervantes, uh, who helps make a lot of the decisions over at Mission Pro Wrestling. And uh, he is uh, dropped a Brian bomb right here in the chat saying uh, Roche Chanel has her work cut out for her at Empty Promises. That's a Brian bomb dropped right here. Now, front row predicting that means maybe Nyla Rose or something like that. So we, we will see, I guess, but, uh, Russia Chanel versus genocide. Is that the answer? Wow. I, well, that feels so dirty because there's, there's a point where there, there seemed to be a bond between the two of them. I feel like. Well, and there's a little backstory to that too. And maybe we'll get into it, but, um, this is what I'm talking about, Brian. Y'all keep feeding Russia Chanel to these beasts. You know, I mean, she's gone. She had to go through Nyla Rose, only to survive that to go through genocide. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, come on now. When does a girl catch a break? Uh, Rache Chanel is going to have to go through the through the buzzsaw that is genocide. But all of that, all of that, it's just like uh what's the what's the word? It's like iron tempers iron or something like that, or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, Rache Chanel is delicate though. I mean, she's talented, but she is a refined woman. She has a fashion sense and she's a delicate uh <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. We'll get it. I'm not going to jump too much into the. Well, that's, that's a, that was my yeah. point too, but yeah. Um, all right. So the uh, next matchup on the uh, card was the black widow took on uh, Masha Slamovich and uh, loved this. I'm not familiar with either one of these women. And I walked into this show and I saw that first match and I thought, wow, that was a really, Oh, there's, there's Tanya. Tanya's coming in to offer a female perspective on this. Oh, let's welcome Tanya in. Hey! Also, We're always happy to have you. She's, the, she's got the shirt on and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I noticed Rob. I just I don't know why it just hit me that Rob has a Maddie shirt on. And then let me, Tanya's let me got fix our, let me fix my green Maddie. screen because right now uh Tanya, I kind of like Thunder Rosa, but I don't know. Tanya gets okay. a little green in the winter. She's Arabic, and so her skin turns kind of green when she's not in the sun. But that's a true story. <laughs> let me uh, let me adjust this real quick because uh that's that's tripping Sorry, me out. Sorry, everybody. Um, no, you're fine. We can. Let me see here. We'll we'll, we'll fix this in post. Oh, there we go. Edit it or whatever. Um. So uh, and and she fits right into the bearded trio because she's got. There a little, she is. She's just ready. Yeah, yeah, could, could you do some of the 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 tails and like maybe just put them over? Oh, it was called. I've been hanging out with my two year old, my mom at IKEA all day, and I haven't washed my hair. So. Perfect. You look great. It's so hey, good to see you. I'm mom, happy to see you. Mom chic. <laughs> right. Let's talk about wrestling. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're jumping into the Black Widow versus Masha Slamovich. I was just going to say, I've never heard of either one of these women. Nah, honestly, right and uh, yeah, I had a blast. I thought that first match was awesome. And these two, I, I mean, literally my, my last note in, 
here for it as I was watching the match is, quote, yo, these ladies, wow. That is that is what I wrote. The, those are my notes. But they, I mean, essentially the uh, story of the match is they're trading back and forth. I mean, just back and forth constantly. Uh, they give you some great backstory. I just, uh, I guess it's worth uh, uh, mentioning Brittany Nicole and Holiday on commentary there uh, for, I, I don't, Rob, I, you guys, I don't know if you got a chance to see it with the commentary, but I'd hope to see it today, but I, I have not yet. I, I'm going to do it. I've got, gosh, man, I've got so much back content I need to watch, but uh, number one on my list is to watch the stream uh, because of the commentary. So they, they did a great job in this one, really establishing that Masha is like, maybe you haven't seen her before, but she's been all over the world. She's straight from Japan, like right off the plane. She's coming in here and uh, black widow being uh, an extreme champion in Mexico. And, uh, but anyway, Masha Slamovich ends up taking the win at the very end with uh, what they called the white Knight driver. Uh, it's like a package pile driver move. Looked vicious and uh, came out on top. And Masha, wow, just incredible. I loved this matchup. But uh, over to you guys. This was originally supposed to be a triple threat match between uh, Masa Slamovich, Promise Braxton, and Black Widow. As things happen in wrestling, card subject to change. And so, and we'll get into why Promise Braxton did not appear in this match. Uh, but. I was really, really looking forward to this match. And Tanya and I were actually talking on the plane uh, heading into Austin about Masha Slamovich um, and her resume. She's already wrestled. Listen, she's 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 a, a four and a half year veteran. She's still very young, but she this she has one of the most the most uh, one of the most flavored international resumes. She's obviously from Moscow, Russia. She's wrestled in five Canadian provinces. She had just gotten off the plane from Japan, like you said, uh, Gary. She's she's wrestled in Russia. She started powerlifting at the age of 16. She was trained by WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods. Oh, oh so, really? Yes. So, and obviously, if you watch the match, you definitely see the influence of Dynamite Kid, Chris Benoit, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, who are her, her, her big influences. Uh, and then you have Black Widow, who is, a, a, is one that – uh, she she has been relatively confined to the El Paso, Texas area. She was trained by Triton DG uh, at nine one five six five six, which is a promotion that out of El Paso and Juarez. That the nine one five refers to El Paso, the six five six refers to Juarez, Mexico. But she is uh, influenced by Eddie Guerrero and uh, Rey Mysterio. She's a true luchadora, and uh, we don't you know we've got a you know you look at uh, Thunder Rosa who is Mexican who you would think, oh, she's a luchador. And she is influenced by that style. But, uh, but you know, I mean, Thunder Rosa's style is heavily influenced by the MMA uh, school of thought. She's influenced by uh, the strong style in Japan. She's a former uh, uh, princess champion. Uh, uh, she's So you, this is the first time I think, and Brian or Ryan can correct me if I'm wrong, but just to the top of my mind, this is the first time I think we've seen a true luchador in uh, Mission Pro. And it was a fantastic match, yeah. man. It was a fantastic match. Seeing these combination of styles, this Canadian, more European chain wrestling style against the Luchador style. And uh, they're they're both fantastic. Yeah. So I predicted uh, Promise Braxton to win this when it was going to be a triple threat. Uh, so obviously my bracket was busted right out the <laughs> gate. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, I mean, they look like real. I mean, I'm not this huge, but they look like like professional wrestlers. Like they look so good. You know, it was really cool. It's like a true international like match. Like you felt like you're like Rocky Four. You know, so, that's awesome. That's a good way of putting it. But yeah, I took. 
No, it was. And, and, you know, what's funny too, is um, even with, uh, you, you know, you saying the, um, you know, luchador style, I mean, these women went back and forth, like in a, I would say like even more of a technical wrestling aspect. Mm-hmm. Like they were like lots of power and uh, um, just technical wrestling. It was kind of interesting, but, uh, but yeah, uh, but also her being a luchador, that's, that's very cool. Um, I mean, Masha looks like a power lifter. I mean, I'm just saying. She <laughs> like, she is. She's, she's, oh, she's yeah. 16 and she's got that build. Yeah. I mean, she's her, 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 you know, we talk about this all the time, how um, size is never like m- most of the women there are rather, you know, uh, if you've seen Thunder Rosa in person, like we have, she's not a tall person. She's very petite. She, you almost miss her because of the ropes. Masa Slamovich looks like a power lifter, man. Her legs are freaking ripped. Yeah. And, uh, and she was very, very physical. This was a great opening contest, but uh, Black Widow, we need to see more Black Widow. Um, she's doing great things there in uh, 915656. Mm-hmm. But I like, I want to see, especially coming out of Texas, um, I want to see mo- more luchador stuff there. So the, if we can yeah. get, Brian, if we can book uh, Black Widow again, do it. She's, she's, oh, that, yeah. that's a win win for everybody. That was fun. I don't see how you walk away from that match. Like, I mean, even though Black Widow didn't come out on top of this one, I mean, at, both women looked amazing. Like it's hard to not want to see both of them wrestle again. So even taking the L in that one, it didn't matter. Um, as far as uh, she made her mark, like, she seemed uh, really intriguing and I'd love to see more out of her. Um, next up we have, of course, as soon as I heard the music hit, I said, I hope that Tanya can contain herself. It's uh, the queen, Rachel Rose. Uh. And she's uh, taking on Promise Braxton, which this is like Promise Braxton, if I'm not mistaken. This is the first time we've seen her like in the show. No, no. Was she at last last she, month? Yeah. She was at. Um, hold on. I've got a. a well, I know she was, she was scheduled she was originally at, um, one time and she was even going to be on the show. I was going to get to interview her. We had like great interaction back and forth. I love talking to her. She was at, I didn't actually with Killa Kate. She was in the tag match against. Um, help me out, Ron. I think it was Jenna Lynn and. Uh, Bert Vixen, who's that's Jenny right, <laughs> that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, um, yeah, so Bye. but Promise Braxton again, Promise Braxton's a prodigy too. So they come out to the ring, she carries out this like incense and it permeates the whole. Mm-hmm. This is an open air arena, but it permeates the whole arena. And the, the, the sage, Rob, it's sage, she's, sage, she's a yes. rebel Buddhist. Uh, that's a uh, promise Braxton. And she's, she's fantastic. But Rachel Rose, I guess we should establish came out right off the bat. People bending the knee, not Tanya. No. Tanya didn't bend the knee. Don't know. Well, I didn't bend the knee either. I mean, in front row point of that, what had happened was I'm dealing with a slip disc and uh, three months now. Five? Yeah. I mean, it's Four. cause it's, you know, it's a congenital thing. So <laughs> I was trying, as I was getting in, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get up and adjust. And as soon as she came by, I was, it didn't want her to hit me. So when I moved back, my, my disc slipped. Took me to my knee, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's fearful. Yeah. Especially sitting right there on the front row. That's uh, a. <laughs> hey, ear, put earmuffs real quick on. Earmuffs. Hey, look, man. Full disclosure Rachel Rose is mad at me right now. Uh oh. Why's she mad at you, bro? For two, for two things. One, I didn't wear my Rachel Rose shirt. I was wearing a, a, mm. a, a pro wrestling illustrated shirt. And two, Come on. Uh, I got two words for you sky blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, she mad at me, man. 
I was like, Rachel, we're only talking. But yeah, we're just Rachel talking. Is, is such a good heel. Like, I like her a lot. I think it's fun to go back and forth with her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. That's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. It was, a, I, I always look forward to her coming out now and seeing her walk past you guys just to see the reactions. So, I was watching for that this time. Uh, but yeah, they, they had also a great match, the two of them. Uh, I don't know what you'd have to say for a Rob. I mean, it essentially ended up, uh, Rachel, I would say a little sneaky in this one. Come on, necklace, no, 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 little distraction yeah. finish, Rachel. Uh, using it and getting the win over that promise. Was, that movie, that 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 movie, that match was spot on. It was scientific. Rachel Rose was upright. She was honorable. She was noble as she is. She's the queen of house Rose. Uh, this was not the match that was booked. This was supposed to be the Shaw Guerrero match. Uh, so I didn't have a prediction, but obviously the outcome is exactly what I would have predicted <clears throat> had had we had this. And uh, Rachel Rose. <clears throat> We've said it before. We've said it multiple times, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here with Tanya, right here. Look, <laughs> there are certain talents in Mission Pro right now that are on the verge of major, major stardom. Obviously, we think of Maddie Rinkowski. Obviously, you know, Thunder Rosa is already there. Uh, we think of uh, Jasmine Allure. We think of Vert Vixen. But the one that I really, really, really believe is going to be one of the gr- – this girl has championships lined up going to happen. Her career is going to be phenomenal. And that is Rachel Rose. Rachel Rose has the best demeanor. She has the best ring presence. She is a natural talent in the ring. Her mic skills are on point. She is a five tool superstar. This is the, this is the diamond right here that, uh, you know, and I, I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, and again, not to, 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 ask people to pull strings and give people favors they don't deserve. And I'm hoping that Brian and, and Thunder Rosa push that AEW influence a little bit and get uh, Rachel Rose that AEW debut because it's just a, a, a matter of time before she's, you know, headlining shows. And she already well, is in re- reality of wrestling. She already is. So, well, I was about to say, you know, I don't not to speak out of turn here, but and 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 you know, I, I may find some of her methods questionable. I never say that to her face, but um. It, you know, she seems to be carving her own path. I mean, there's more to come from her out of this match or out of this card tonight, but she does end up getting the win here over Promise Braxton. And uh, and 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 say what you will about crossover promotions. I mean, this is a feud straight out of reality of wrestling that the uh, uh, Mission Pro was deciding to use uh, to queendom uh, with Promise Braxton and Danny B. And uh, it escapes me the third person, but the... Uh, they're uh they were having a feud having a problem with rachel rose and this was all established on commentary so props to those folks again uh just that there was a there was a problem there so prop this is why promise ended up in the match with rachel rose they said it just uh uh they have a problem with her walking around saying she's the queen and uh well that's not not stopping her yet we'll say that much but uh, cool cool to see mission pro recognizing that feud from reality of wrestling too i thought yeah, again, I mean that, that that's that's why Mission Pro is so important because it's, you know you when you, you look at AEW Dark and this menagerie of talent that's coming through every Tuesday night, you, you get a, a really great showcase of specifically women talent, but nobody is showcasing the best talent in the world like Mission Pro is. And my my question, and I, I but just because I'm unfamiliar with it, I would love for Brian or Ryan or somebody who's in the know that that's following the Texas women's wrestling scene to shed some light on this. But I know that Jenna Lynn 
and Rachel Rose were formerly best friends. And that part of uh, Rachel Rose's mindset change was when she, when, when her and Jenna Lynn had the falling out, but are, is their friendship restored? Are they back together? And, and, and what does that mean for Rachel's uh, philosophy and her approach to, to how she conducts herself in the ring? I'm really curious about that. We actually talked about yeah. that. <laughs> That is interesting you bring that up because there yeah there's a mutual feud it seems like they've got going on so that's uh that's that's kind of cool uh Brian pointing out that uh Amber Danny B and Promise Braxton are the queendom okay so Tanya did you have anything else you wanted to offer as far as uh, Rachel Rose getting the win you were fully supportive of her methods and uh, ability <laughs> I, I'm not the expert on uh, methods or abilities like that, but um, it looked really good. It was fun. Um, like if somebody ripped your necklace off and threw it in your face or something, you wouldn't think they were an asshole if they like hit you afterwards. But like, here's the thing: you're like, wait, here's my necklace. And I, then, I, I like the, the storyline of the wrestling. You know, um, of all of the wrestling, she <laughs> no, likes the storyline of all of the wrestling. I, I think <laughs> the most fun part is them coming out, and like she has the it factor. You know, that that's the thing. I, I like watching her. I enjoy seeing her interact. Like, I think whatever it is, you know, some people have it, some people don't. She's got it. You know, like you said, it's like the wrestling can come along. But if you don't have that it factor, I don't see you making it. There are certain you know, things so that there are certain things it. in the business that you that you're. Thunder Rosa has it. Oh, my gosh. The it, so, right. Whatever it you is, know? it's like something that you trained. Thunder, like, it's it's this whisper named Thunder Rosa. She's very obscure. You'll you'll probably she never. Got, she got, she's got the it factor. Is how you're compelled to watch her. Yeah, I agree with you. Every time she steps out, she does this little this little turn that she does. It's the same way when she walks. She walks with authority. Um, you can't train it. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. I'm not. I've never. You know, I do my little better. thing. I do my little thing here at Ring Golden, but but. I've, you know, when, when she's training at this level of intensity under Booker T's tutelage, obviously they're going to spend a lot of time like they do at Dog Pound, uh, training philosophy and, um, you know, mindset and mic skills and that kind of thing. But Rachel Rose just has a, a natural it that is just really just part of who yeah. she is. We've talked to her. We talk to her every time we're there. And what you see is who she is. It's not a fake thing. It's like yeah. her personality is a winning personality. And uh, there, there's, there's something every time, not to cut you off, but I mean, no, I, I see exactly what you're saying that we've talked about Rachel Rose and Maddie Rinkowski from day one. Like we've talked about them and not just because, you know, for me, not, not just because I got to talk to them one on one. There's something when they walk out, there's just like something different. Like if you take a, a Maddie or a Rachel and, and subtract everything else except them just walking to the ring, there's something different. There's something that just like radiates that you're just like, okay, this is my person. I'm into this person. And uh, yeah, like James Lawrence is saying here, certain people just have a kind of magic that draws you in. I mean, that's why we've been talking about those people. They just, they just have it. Rachel Rose, every time I see her, she has like something different that I notice because, but because I'm paying attention to her because I can't help but pay attention to her. She like commands your attention. Uh, this time I remember I was like, have, has she been doing this? Like, where she like does this like hand signal, like pointing down the she whole does. time. And I was like, yeah. maybe, that's maybe she's that's always done that. But this time I noticed it. Like she, she used it a few times and I was like, that's like your, that's like your calling card. That's pretty cool. That's she's like, your, it, your yeah. thing. just like your, that's her, that's her, that man, that's her, that's her freaking, that's her, uh, she needs a t-shirt with that on it, you know? 
Yeah. Um, another thing, Gary, uh, you did this. I, I've talked about it a couple times. You did this really fabulous interview with Marty Bell uh, a year ago or so. And Marty Bell talks about how her uh, how her other influences, her training in dance and those kinds of things like fed into her love for pro wrestling. And uh, that's what Rachel Rose does. Like Rachel Rose is a very creative person, too. She's into like cosplay. She does. Uh, she's a hairstylist. Like she loves makeup, makeup artists, does all yeah. these things. And so she not only is she highly intelligent and highly skilled and, and very uh, deliberate, but she, you know, she is self-consciously creating when she goes out there. And I think when you can do that to the extent that you can draw all those creative influences into your package, um, that's going to make you a better, uh, a better combination. All these women that we're talking about that are, that are that, that are doing that, that are making their, their stamp. They, they bring in all these skill sets that are informed by all these other aspects of their life. And these women, the ones that we have mentioned right now are the best in the world. I don't care who you're signed with. I don't care if you're signed with WWE or AEW or Ring of Honor or whoever. What these women are doing is pure. It's good. It's solid. It's for the love of the game. And it's real. And it's the best of anybody. Yeah, I um, I, I totally agree with you, and uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you watch a card like this uh, at uh, Wishes Granted and not think that some of the best uh, wrestlers in the world are at this show. It's pretty impressive. And uh, speaking of uh, best in the world, like some of the best up and coming talent or whatever people that are finally getting recognition versus people that are about to get recognition, the very next matchup was possibly even after all of this possibly even one of my favorite matches of the night it was like how does this keep getting better sky blue took on red velvet and um yeah front row pointing out lindsey snow has that presence as well yeah 100 percent, lindsey snow has it we we she's another one we've preached for ever since the first time we saw her but all right so sky blue versus red velvet my only note for the entire match I was able to make was, man, this is great. That, that is just like, I was just enthralled the entire time. I have never seen Sky Blue before in my life. And man, is she fantastic. And Red Velvet, she's one of those, I think I've publicly admitted, like, I was like lukewarm on her at first. But uh, over the last few months, Red Velvet has just turned it up to like another level that I'd love to be able to talk to Red Velvet and just figure out what it was. What 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 did somebody say to you? Or do you even notice this for yourself? Like, what is it that you just like, it feels like a switch flipped in that woman. And now that's the reason she's going to freaking main event a dynamite with Cody Rhodes and get Shaq and uh, Jade Cargill. Like that's because they figure Red Velvet can fill those you know, fill that spot. Like it's just because red velvet is on top of her game and her going up against sky blue, you know, I don't, you might know a little better than me with uh, sky blues resume, but I don't know if she's faced somebody quite on the level of red velvet yet, but she went toe to toe with her. And uh, I mean, long story short, they were like literally back and forth matching hold for hold also in this match, but uh, Red Velvet ends up hitting a spin kick to the face on uh, uh, Sky Blue as she's getting up and gets the win, um, but also very kind at the end, and there's a mutual respect, and she raises the hand of Sky Blue at the end of the match. So this is about the only time you'll get to see this in this match. Mm -hmm. Gary, you know you're not supposed to throw your boys under the bus, man. 
You're not supposed to address the elephant in the room with your boy, okay? Sky <laughs> Blue has been the source of much friction and tension in the uh, in the Stinson household <laughs> since Saturday. This woman is she's like like again we talk about prodigy we talk about like Roxy we talk about Jenna Page uh, um, or a uh, Jenna Lynn we talk about a Kenzie Page. Then you as, got you through, as you tiptoe through this next part, just remember you're an old man, Rob. I'm an old man, man. I'm tired and worn yeah. out, bro. This <laughs> was this might have been the match of the night, guys. And I just you don't have to take my word for it. Go back and watch it. <clears throat> Chain wrestling. That's that is Sky Blue's deal. She is a train. She is a conscientious chain wrestler, and uh, she started training uh, at 17 years old. She's done intergender wrestling. Um, she has a uh, she she defeated uh, Diana Perrazzo and Genocide via countout uh, in the first round and the semifinals of uh, uh, Generation Championship Wrestling uh, in the Diamond Cup, May 12, 2020 in Tampa, Florida. This is a one of the true prodigies. This girl is only, man, I don't even know if she's five feet tall. She is she is short, petite, but athletic and a lot of fun. And I am going, this is the one that I'm going to be watching right here. And then you got Red Velvet. Now let's remember, guys. Let's go back to let's go back to Mission Pro Hell Hath No Fury. You guys remember what happened at Mission Pro Hell Hath No Fury? Red Velvet was defeated by Maddie Rinkowski. Not just defeated, yeah. she was owned by Maddie Rinkowski. Well, since then, my how the tables have turned. Uh, Maddie Rinkowski may be the hottest, or excuse me, Red Velvet may be on the hottest streak of any woman in wrestling right now. She's got like a six or seven match win streak in AEW. She, um, I mean, she is like headlining. You just pointed out she's headlining a, a, a dynamite card against Shaq, you know, I mean, or with Shaq against, uh, back up she, with Cody against Shaq. So she is like, at the top, she is as at the top of the game as you can get right now without holding the Burke, without holding the Mission Pro Championship or the AEW title. So uh, I had picked Red Velvet to win this match. Obviously, I think in this case, uh, you've got two people with similar skill sets, similar size. Red Velvet has the experience. She's the hottest woman in wrestling right now. And I had picked Red Velvet to win it, and she did. I would have said that. I don't know. Just looking at the match, one, I liked it because it felt like a real prize fight because they are so similar in size. It felt very, very, very real. Cause you know, I used to like kickbox and stuff and you just don't see someone who's, you know, this five foot nine, 200 pounds, like, you know, genocide going against red velvet, like in real. So it felt very, very real and really cool to see someone that's very similar in size and skill go, you know, toe to toe. Well, since you, since you didn't have, not, not to jump in there too much, no. Tammy, but uh, just to, to add credibility to what you're saying there too, is um, that's actually the story. The commentary was telling as well is like, look at these women are matched like height, weight, like everything is just like, they're like dead on together. Yeah, this was like a, it felt like this was a you know they had taken weight class into account. Yeah, which is not you know when you're wrestling for open weight stuff or uh, in pro wrestling, a lot of times that's not that big a deal. But for people who like prize fighting, like we do in our household yeah. and in, in, in this family in this community, this was a real prize fight, just mm -hmm. like Tanya said. And uh, Tanya does she won't tell you Tanya is a second degree black belt, and and so that's what she was pointing out at ringside. She's like, man, this like 
feels like it's a, uh, <laughs> this feels real. More like kickboxing so. or MMA. But I do think, I, I like Ravella. I have nothing negative at all. I think she's hot, you know, all that. But Sky Blue, again, has that kind of the it factor. And she really looked good in the ring. Like she was very, you know, I don't know, technical is the word. Cause I'm not. But, chain wrestler. She's a chain she wrestler. She looked yeah. good. Like I was like, oh. Okay, and she's oh, young, you know, and so if you're that long, young, she's and like 18 or something, very, very young. Yeah, yeah. She that's ridiculous. Crazy. Like she has so much more time. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you look that good already. Like you got, yeah, she's. And you take uh, you take Allison K and Thunder Rosa out of the equation, take them out yeah. of the discussion as far as like technical wrestling ability. Sky Blue may have put on the best technical clinic of the night. So uh, just I go agree. back and watch it. Yeah, I, I again. Been. I, I, I was there. I didn't get the commentary. I didn't hear uh, what Brittany and uh, uh, whoever was uh, was Holiday still on commentary at that point. I can't remember. Uh, actually, this was uh, this was around the time that uh, she left. And uh, God help me, uh, you guys can tell me. I think it was Brisa. What's her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna took over. But yeah, I'm sure comment uh, the the chat will uh, let us know. But. Yeah, I mean, that that was the big focus was how well matched up these two people were uh, in the commentary. That's exactly what they were talking about. And, uh, and, and there, Will, Will, what, Will looks different. Thanks, Jay Cal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is Tanya is 100% right. Like the, when, Sky Blue walked out, sight unseen, I feel like as though, and I hope this doesn't come across as anything negative, but like I talked about with red velvet, there was this period of time where like red velvet had to grow on me. And so she's like worked for it. And, uh, she's, she's there. She's, she's, she's maxing out now. Like she is on top of her game, but like sky blue is another one of those people. Like the second she walked through the curtain, I was like, dang, who is this? And, uh, and I'm not even being like a creepy old dude. I'm just saying like, she's just like, Something's cool about her. The way that she walked around the ring, the way that she like hopped up on the apron and just like posed immediately. It was like, she's just got like all the stuff. Like she just looks like she was just built to do this. Like this, this seems right for her. And uh, so, and, and yeah, her being as young as she is, man, I cannot imagine how good she could get from here. Um. Next up, you had uh, Oklahoma City's own Danny B versus Jenna Lynn. And uh, the, the the main thing I'd like to uh, point out with this is that Jenna Lynn finally gets a win. God, <laughs> God bless that, that little lady. I have been waiting for her. She's got so much fire and passion when she walks out to the ring. And finally... She beats Danny B and she gets a win here. And uh, Danny B, this is what we referred to earlier. Danny B, part of the Queendom with uh, with Promise Braxton, and so it seems like Jenna Lynn and Rachel Rose have like a common enemy here. But uh, I don't know. This was this was my feel good moment of the night is that Jenna Lynn finally finally won. Um. Go ahead. Do so you know who Jenna Lynn really reminds me of? And this is just from like a you know non-professional, obviously, is Bailey Smiles off WWE. Like she's just Bailey. Like, you know, in that her name Bailey. Bailey before yeah. she turned heel, and she was like, yeah, yeah, oh. no, I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah. Before she's all like dark and stuff. But okay, like, and I'm sorry, Ryan is pointing out he's keeping up better than on. me. I was going to say that. that, 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 that 
She she actually is on a win streak uh, <laughs> because she. Okay, I'm streak. sorry. For some reason, I feel like in my mind I had built it up that she was always getting the crap beat out of her. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Jenna Lynn is probably like <laughs> Ryan can tell you, and maybe Brian can. Jenna Lynn probably gets the biggest pop of the night yeah. of anybody, except it's for fun. maybe except for maybe Thunder Rosa. When that everyone everybody was kung fu fighting plays. That audience goes nuts, man. People love Jenna Lynn. Kids love her. She, uh, uh, she's a student of the Booker T School uh, down there with Rachel Rose. She's not without her uh, significant wins. I mean, she's beaten um, Ra uh, Rachel Rose before. She's beaten uh, a, a girl named Raquel Vaughn, who we know as Roche Chanel. Uh, she's beaten Shotzi Blackheart, who is now just tearing up uh, NXT. Um She's uh, so she's got those career wins, but she has not been on a win streak until uh, until uh, <laughs> like Petra just walked in. So she walked in and said, "Are you talking about Jill Lynn?" <laughs> right. She she, she's not been on a win streak until last uh, last. What was it? Was it Run It Back where she beat Alita? Run It Back apparently where she won the match. Yeah. So I apologize. I I'm sorry, it's Ryan. Ryan's like capitalizing second. This was Jenna's <laughs> second. Win at MPW. I don't know why you're always yelling at me, Ryan. I apologize. But uh, she's done some tag team stuff too, so it's not all on her. But uh, this was originally supposed to be uh, Jenna Lynn versus Amber Rodriguez, and that was uh, was a match that I was really intrigued. They actually announced that Amber Rodriguez would not be able to make it uh, when we were doing Mel on a Mission, so we knew that uh, Danny B was coming. I don't know that it, that they announced that it was going to be in this particular configuration. I'd wanted to see Amber Rodriguez just because she's got that history with uh, Mickey James and for NWA fans, that's really important to us, you know? Um, uh, but, uh, you know, Jenna Lynn, man, who doesn't love Jenna Lynn and who doesn't like to see her get in there and tear it up and uh, fantastic match. Jenna Lynn on a win streak. She's right up there with red velvet right now. So, well, I think that uh, Tanya really nailed it with her just on that aspect of like the Bailey thing. I think what it is that she's talking about there is Jenna Lynn just has these natural, you know, we, we, we've talked about this several times with like guys like Tim Storm and Jungle Boy and stuff like that, that there's like people with these natural like baby face, like they're built to be the baby face and people want to love them and get behind them. And uh, I feel... Uh, I feel like Jenna Lynn's got that. Like Jenna Lynn can always be the good girl. Like if we were like for counting on Jenna, Jenna should get a win. And anytime somebody like Rachel Rose is uh beating on her, you're gonna be so pissed off at Rachel Rose for even touching Jenna Lynn. But um that's what's weird is I can't imagine the scenario uh where uh Rachel Rose uh, and Jenna Lynn team back up because it just feels like they are on such opposite paths right now. But uh, I guess we'll see. And yeah, I agree. Brian Rose is saying Tanya is going to take over Rob's job. <laughs> Probably get more views. Just God, saying. Please. please. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means the job here, not your principal job. Either or, man. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> no, thanks. Ugh. He got offended with me today, Tanya. He called me on the phone and we were talking and I was just like, we're talking about doing this today and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, he's like, all right, man, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home, take a nap. I'll talk to you later. I'm like, is that it? Were you just calling just to talk to me? He's like, do I got to have a reason to call you sometimes? I'm like, Sorry. <laughs> he's all right. Guess not. Guess not. 
<laughs> All right. All right. So we've got a few more to run through, and these are three big ones. If you've been yeah. watching Mission Pro Wrestling, these are the big, the big dogs. Holiday takes on genocide. Okay. I had a lot of thoughts during this one. I had a lot of a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions that went through me during this matchup. Um, first one I initially had right at the beginning was as those two went at each other and Holiday actually surprisingly I did not realize this matches genocide size wise pretty well. Like she's she's right there with her. I mean at least close and. Uh, I almost wish we'd seen more out of Holodead. So maybe Brian could shed some light on that. Like, well, we haven't seen more out of Holodead. But, um, I mean, she wrestled in opening match once. But uh, the, you know, like it just, it, you almost feel like they'd both been on like this undefeated collision course. Like they were going at each other. Uh, I think it still felt like that a little bit. But uh you, you almost wish you'd been seeing like Holiday win for like four pay-per-views in a row. And then now she's meeting genocide. Who's also been undefeated. Um, anyway, this is exactly the kind of match I wanted uh, beating the hell out of each other. It's like a, they both would like sit up almost. It was like an undertaker versus Brock Lesnar kind of thing almost. And, uh, and then Rachel Rose walks out. And uh, I was confused by this, but I was informed, thankfully, for uh, commentary that uh, on a um, podcast, on the uh, Mission podcast, that if that Brian Cervantes is always stirring crap up, uh, that he had apparently come on and announced that if Holiday wins this match, then Rachel Rose becomes the number one contender for the world championship the mission pro championship. And uh, so, but if genocide wins, that's not the case. And so Rachel Rose apparently has a stake in genocide losing this match. And she has to ask herself, which I enjoyed very much about this match. Uh, Rachel has to decide throughout, is it worth pissing her off <laughs> to do this? Like it's a, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot to wrestle with. Uh, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I was watching this and every time Rachel Rose got close to the ring, I was like, Rachel, what is you doing, baby? Don't get in there. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, anyway, genocide, uh, hits the pile driver on holiday holiday kicks out. They both get chairs. They're like going at each other. They swing chairs. They hit each other, knock each other out. Rachel gets in the ring and drags holiday over to genocide and covers her pulls the referee back because the ref, sorry, the referee had been knocked out during this part and the referee wakes up and counts the one, two, three and holiday beats genocide. I just don't know how to feel the whole thing. The whole thing wrecked me. How about you guys? I picked genocide to win just because she previously up, up to this point had been undefeated on uh, mission pro, <clears throat> you know, go max. She defeated Roxy at hell hath no fury. She defeated the WOAD at Tournament Out of Hell. She defeated Amber Rodriguez at Run It Back. She is, is inching herself up. This is kind of the dream match that we've all alluded to and have hoped for. And they gave it to us, man. They gave it to us. It was it was crazy. Uh, Holodead, I, I want to point out that Holodead is currently a, uh, a champion in a promotion out of Ontario, Canada. And Ryan Romano probably knows this, but he uh, she's a crossfire wrestling women's champion which is important because guess how many days she's been champion now 
She's been champion for over 640 days, which is only, which is about the second most impressive title reign, second only to the current reign of Nick Aldis. Um, so she's got, she's got this, this was a, for, for those who have ears to hear and for people, especially the folks in this chat who are familiar, if you knew what was happening here, you saw a major, major prize fight between the two heaviest hitters right now in Mission Pro and probably two of the heaviest hitters. By the way, um, this uh, this title that uh, Genocide uh, uh, used to hold out of American Combat uh, Wrestling Championships, just to talk about big, big prize fight feel, she held the American Combat Wrestling Championship, uh, was the former Pro Wrestling Diamonds Division Starlight Champion. Can you guess who used to hold that title? You want to talk about big names and heavy hitters? Camille Brickhouse held that championship. And wow. so there, these are the biggest, biggest heavier hitters, you know, in, in pro wrestling. And, and they gave us a Super Bowl caliber match. This would have been a match that, you know, I think anybody would, would book as like a super fight, as a dream fight. And we got it, man. And I was shocked. Uh, I still am shocked that Genocide's impressive win streak at Mission Pro came to an end. But when you when you come when it comes to an end at the hands of somebody like Holodead, hey, that's gonna happen, man. Yeah. Right now, Holodead is as good as they get, and she is uh she is just ripped. This is a this is an intimidating woman. Well, I mean, I agree with front row. Like Holiday showed some serious strength. You're right. It was, it's very much like I feel like the red velvet and the and the sky blue. Like they're very well matched. Like it looked real. It felt. You could feel it. You know, I I will say though, like Genocide's look, like it's scary. The contacts, the the face paint. Like I liked Holiday too. I mean, but I, when she came out, I was like, oh, you know who she reminds me of is Lindsay Snow a little bit. Like they both have like a cool vibe, like almost like want like heavy metal music playing, you know. Whenever, whenever I hear her, I I picture her and Lindsay Snow wrestling, and that would be fun just because the technical side of Lindsay Snow versus the huge power of uh, genocide. But also, I I predict like it would be fun to see Camille show up in Mission Pro and like her and genocide go head to head. Like that would be a blast. Me hey, too. It, Me that too. Could, That'd hey, be cool. Brian Rosa can make that happen, man. Oh, I'm telling you, so we've already cool. seen Thunder Rosa and Camille go at it. So, yeah, yeah. Having Camille versus either Holiday or Genocide, Genocide for real? Are you t- are you kidding me? I'm fun. Who in the world would not pay just to see that? Yeah. You would have people subscribing just to see that. I'm not a big, huge wrestling fan. I mean, you know, but like, I would pay to see. We're that. working you in. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, I'm like getting excited <laughs> about going wrestling. Like, what happened to me? <laughs> like, uh, it's happening. It's that old Robbie Rude charm, baby. They can't resist. <laughs> or it could be Austin. It could be Mission Pro. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. Can the ring hold that power, says Ryan Romano. Well, uh, so this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, Rachel Rose has uh, written herself a uh, a death notice. It almost seems like if she's just like asked for uh, genocide's anger. So uh, I guess we're going to find out soon enough. Next match up was for the Mission Pro Championship. Maddie Renkowski takes on La Rosa Negra. Uh, 
every time I see La Rosa Negra, I fall more in love with everything she does, her attitude, her swag, like all the stuff she does. It's just so cool. La Rosa Negra is awesome. I remember the first show that they did where Thunder Rosa came out and talked about how she felt like it was like when they were all standing in the ring, I think in the end and, uh, Thunder Rosa just side mentioned that uh, La Rosa Negra, she felt like she was just like one of the most underrated women's wrestlers in the business and just somebody who had never been afforded an opportunity anywhere. And so uh, this felt like destiny that La Rosa Negra would be their champion. And you could see why, because La Rosa Negra seems like she should be in a main event on any company's uh, show. So she's, she's there, she's ready. And, uh, story of the match maddie and her go back and forth maddie looks good here but i mean i'm gonna be honest with you as much as i've i've loved maddie rinkowski and i she's one of my favorite up-and-comers and, comers and I, I love seeing her in the ring uh she got she got outclassed by la rosa negra here and uh maddie went for the face buster like only she can she's got those like six feet long legs that like when she goes up for the face buster it's just so impressive looking but uh la rosa negra kicks out Ends up catching Maddie in a power slam, hits that frog splash. That's it. One, two, three. La Rosa Negra is still your Mission Pro champion. That's a good match. Yeah, it was good. This was I was really looking forward to this one. This I think the outcome was inevitable. Um, Maddie Rinkowski is literally, <laughs> literally one of the hottest names in the world right now. She is the best. The sky's the limit. Um, she's only been in. We said it earlier. She's this girl's only been in the business for a year, man. What a resume she's built up over the course of a year. Uh, she is also, along with Jenna Lynn, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Brian Rosa, she appeared at Genesis, and therefore, along with Jenna Lynn, is one of the two people to have been on every Mission Pro show so far. Um, so I, I think that's right. I might be off. But um, she is working with the Dog Pound folks there at the Dog Pound Dojo. She's got uh, an impressive resume that's recently been, uh, uh, you know, ha highlighted by appearances on AEW Dark against Layla Hirsch and Leva Bates. She's got impressive career victories against people like R Red Velvet, Jenna Lynn, Jasmine Allure. She's carrying that uh, Piro Pinche championship right now. Maddie Rinkowski is, she's like Rachel Rose, man. She is going to be one of the biggest names in the world. The only problem on this night, though, well, she may have been fed to the greatest restaurant in the world right now, which is La Rosa Negra. I posted on Twitter the next morning. I said, I don't know if I'm the only one who's thinking it, but I'm going to be the one to say it. For as much as I love Thunder Rosa, Lindsay Snow, Rachel Rose, Nick Aldis, Tim Storm, Josephus Brody, for as much as I love those guys, it may be the case that La Rosa Negra is the best restaurant on God's green earth right now. I said it. She is wow. so good. She is at the top of her game. She looks fantastic. She's intense. She's not a very nice person. <laughs> She's never nice to me, which is okay. I've got <laughs> thick skin. I don't, it's okay. But she is fans. She has got everything. It. She has the it. Like She's it. got it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I knew, I knew that La Rosa Negra was going to win this. This is actually a rematch at, uh, from the tournament out of Hill uh, match where uh, uh, Maddie uh, with, so we already kind of knew a sense of what or how Maddie and La Rosa Negra were going to match up. Maddie's getting better and better. La Rosa Negra's getting better and better. La Rosa Negra cannot be beat right now, man. She's going to be champion for a long, long time. You know, I'm pulling for Rachel Rose if this is what's going to shape up at uh, at the March show at Mission Pro, but I just don't see anybody beating La Rosa Negra. 
anybody. Yeah. She's awesome. Like she's again, you know, the thing about Mission Pro is you have so many standouts, but again, when she came out, I was like, Oh, hi. You know, like you're you're just immediately brought into her. And I man, I love Maddie though. I do. I I, I I don't know what it is. Maddie's going to be fine. She's just don't worry so... about Maddie. Maddie's good, man. I think, I think Maddie's got that thing that she's, uh, she's, she's everything we've talked about, but it just, you know, I, I, I said she got out class and that's not a slide against Maddie. It's just, uh, Hey, Maddie's been doing this for a year. La Rosa Negra has been around the world. The uh, Rosa Negra is just, she's in peak condition. Like this is, this is her prime. Like she's ready to go. And, uh, Matt, Maddie's got plenty of time to get there, and uh, show there, there will be other opportunities for Maddie Rinkowski down the road. Uh, it's just, you know, on this day, on, on Saturday, La Rosa Negra showed her exactly what the next level looks like. Is essentially what happened. Yeah, that was Maddie to me. Though, like, I, I know she kind of does this like hill kind of turn. She's not fucking hill to me. Like, I don't. That's the only thing. Like I love her. I think she's gorgeous, beautiful girl, and she's athletic. And when she gets in the ring, like she's good. But like sometimes she's like trying to be all hillish, and I'm like, yeah, who ah. wants to be a Kardashian? She wants to yeah. like make people uh, hate just, her. But but it's hard. It's hard to hate her. Hard to hate her. That's yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, well, the next up was a match we'd all been looking up forward to a rematch, another one, round three, I believe. Allison K versus Thunder Rosa, and this time in a cage match. Uh, I love that Allison K came out the gangsta's paradise that uh, that popped me, and uh, uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is this is a different match than the two of them have ever fought before, like this got into their MMA, uh side of things like they went for a lot of grappling a lot of submissions uh they got into some power moves where uh uh that's a brian rosa just saying in the chat he would love to lose all the women if that meant they got signed yeah i mean i think i think you guys are doing uh as we we constantly say the lord's work by like putting them and exposing them to the world here and uh i think it's a matter of time um for for a lot of these ladies but uh, it is cool. At the end of the day, you get to see two veterans go at it. And uh, in the cage, the uh, Thunder Rosa, Allison K delivering, uh, keeping it fresh. That's I guess that's what I was going for, is that these two women are uh, just giving you a different kind of match than the kind of match they've done before and doing this MMA-style match, submission, grappling. And uh, then they end up, they, they break out into some power holds every once in a while, some power moves, like some punches and kicks. And like you can tell their tempers are getting the best of them. And uh, it's just a really solid match between these two. And uh, they end up, you can tell by the end of it, when it's too late, when time has run out, that they're just they're just effing done with each other. And they just start wanting to punch each other in the face. <laughs> but by that time, time runs out, and uh, we get a draw out of uh, Thunder Rosa and Allison Kay. The crowd was uh, not having it. Both these ladies knock each other out. They both jump up at the same time, go right back at each other. And uh, security has to get in there. They have to get involved. And then they just beat the hell out of the security. And then they still try to get back at each other. And then everybody that's in Mission Pro Wrestling comes out to the ring. And they're trying to go in and separate these two. But then you end up with like 
Promise Braxton and Jenna Lynn brawling outside the ring. Holodead punches Danny B at one point. It's just chaos. Everybody's just hitting everybody. It's craziness. Uh, Chanel takes a seat outside and watches for a little bit till she sees an opportunity and takes advantage and combs Jenna Lynn's or genocide's hair. And uh, the, uh, but like uh, Rachel at one point ends up jumping, jumping La Rosa Negra. And uh, it's just, it's a kerfluffle. It's the very definition of what I used to term kerfluffle. That's what happened here. Holodead genocided and even brawling outside the ring, I think, at one point. And we go off the air. And who knows? Pinball's kingdom may not exist, for all I know. And you guys were there. You saw it after I got to. But by the time it cut off, there was a very solid chance that building was going to be burned down that night. Uh, can you can you elaborate on this a little bit more? We, we, we normally stay uh, to help break stuff down. We're actually only in town. We usually, when we go, we go, we, we like to go for two or three nights. We had to get back cause I had to be in Atlanta the next day. So we, uh, um, we didn't stick around and I you're, normally like to talk to Brian for a few minutes after they're, they're busy though. They're working. So we ended up leaving, but when we left we it was like not a brick standing at pinball's <laughs> kingdom <laughs> that place, that place you talk about, that's a no, it's already. And Ryan Romano will tell you it's already a noisy venue. Those fans go nuts there. That crowd freaking went nuts when that count, when the match ended. It already, I mean, when they walked out, we've said it, man. Again, I'm not trying to get off track here, but like we've been talking about, you know, Thunder Rose has only been in the business for five years or so. We, She's already one of the greats, maybe the greatest NWA women's champion of our lifetime. Um, we've been waiting to see who's going to emerge as that signature opponent. Who's the one? Who is her... Who was the dusty roads to her Ric Flair? And it might be Allison Kay. It might just be this. This yeah. feud is was not resolved. I really didn't expect it to be. Um, let me see who I predicted. I've dropped my notes here. Um, I predicted uh, my prediction was for Thunder Rosa to win the hat trick and and get win three over this. Even though I knew Allison Kay was done, but it went. You know, I mean. All things being equal, everything locked in. It was, uh, you know, they it ended in an appropriate way, and then com- complete pandemonium broke out. Yeah. I wanted to remark on the fact that this was Thunder Rosa's very first cage match, and she came on our show uh, a couple weeks ago and talked about how she was concerned about it, you know. And she wore, uh, she I don't know if you saw, she wore a mouthpiece, uh, you know, so she was protecting her mouth, and uh, uh, you know that that cage was a big cage. It's one of the tallest mm-hmm. cages I've seen, and that still was cold and hard and uh, they went in there and it was a brutal match. Uh, I'm surprised we didn't see a lot of blood and stuff like that because they were beating the daylights out of each other. But when it went to a count out or, or to a, uh, to a, uh, a time limit draw that pinball's kingdom, like it was like, Gosh. it was like, it was, a, it was nuts, oh. man. People lost their minds. You could hear it. You could hear like the the outrage that this just went to a time limit draw. Actually, like you could, I was like, man, these people are not feeling it. What's going to happen here? And then it breaks out into that huge brawl. And I'm like, uh, I think I hit on it at the top of the show, but I was just like, this is the only way to save this. They still managed to get out of here uh, without this crowd rioting. Like they they accepted that there's just a huge rumble at the end. Like just a big mm-hmm. gang fight, and so Hi. that's what saved it. 
Hey, you, hey, just go look. Look, I got footage. I got like firsthand footage on my Twitter uh, feed. So go look at it, man. It was like it was nuts, man. We people behind us were going nuts, man. There, were, yeah. It was just raucous, man. <laughs> it was everything that you hoped for. This match delivered. It was a a worthy, worthy Titanic main event, an epic match. And the good thing about this is, I kind of feel like. If Thunder Rosa had won this in the cage with everybody being barred out and everything, this might have put the seal on this feud. So I'm happy that it went to a, a, a draw because now we have another reason to see this continue for, for months to come. That's yeah. a really great point. Go go ahead, Tanya. Sorry. I have never seen a cage match live, right? So I'm sitting there and they're putting the cage up, right? So I don't know what's going on. And I'm watching. That is scary. Like, it's not just like, oh, like, oh, what's cool? No, it's like a big, huge gate, like 10 <laughs> feet tall. Like, you ain't coming out of that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I got like hung up a minute. I was like, oh. She said, "Are we safe here?" And I was like, "No, we're not. <laughs> we're not safe. But, but it's okay. It's worth. It's worth. It's like, it's in a. It's a. It's it's. Uh, what's the call? It's a risk that's worth taking." I know. <laughs> but, you know, here was my plan. I said, "Okay, Rob, if they come against this cage and it falls, we need to go forward because the cage is going to fall behind us." That's smart thinking. I know. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, I was like, I literally I was like, Tanya, if the cage falls, you need to jump in front of me because I got to protect all this. I yeah. Need the money maker. If you don't know to go down and up under, then that's that's on you. <laughs> but that cage too, because you know, then also it's gonna hit the chairs. So if you go like down and forward, right? like it's yeah, yeah. There's a good okay. chance it's not even hit you. The cage is like ten feet tall. It's huge, man. It's the biggest. It's it's not a normal size cage. It's a it's a, like an extra size cage, but it's also the steel mesh. Uh, go watch it. I mean, it's not like the bars like you would see in WWE mm -hmm. WrestleMania two or whatever it's the steel mesh so it's like razors all over that and it's and they kept it pretty much in the middle of the ring and then about 11 or 12 minutes into it the ring the cage became uh came to be a factor and they started using the they weaponized the cage and these women don't like each other man they don't like each other they respect each other but there is no love a love loss between these two and every single ounce of sweat is evidence of that. It was a fantastic match. Well, you know what's funny is they used it in the purpose that you would expect it to get used. But like you, you made an excellent point, and Front Row made an excellent point uh, in the chat. Like Front Row talking about, it, he liked that there was just a cage match. It was you. Where is it at? Let's see here. He said uh, the cage was used as intended, just to stop changing my junk, just to keep the fighters in the ring. No shenanigans. And uh, and I agree with that. Like I thought. I mean, they did. Rob, Rob pointed out like it became a factor at a certain point, but um, mainly it was just like it was just like this in, uh, intimidating factor around them. But they still were just going head to head. They weren't even concerned about like climbing up on cages and doing all this other stuff. It was just about them fighting and nobody, nobody interfering. Nothing could happen. It's just these two women going head to head. But then Rob makes an excellent point that. Yeah, it almost does feel like if there had been a victor in that match, that would have really sealed it for that feud. Like Thunder Rosa gets another win, for instance, and it's in the cage. There's no excuses. There's no way out. Like it's just um, kind of glad that it's still alive. Like you just, uh, you know, there's a chance you're going to have to see Allison K versus Thunder Rosa again. And uh, and I think that'll be fun. Um, those, those two, I'd watch those two women fight anytime.
every time, every time. It's like uh, I see John Farmer uh, in the chat. That is a, a very, very good friend of ours, uh, the father of the great Camille Brickhouse. It's like you want to see, you want to see uh, Thunder Rosa and Camille. You want to see Allison K and Camille. You want to see Allison K and Thunder Rosa. You want to see Camille and J you want to see any combination of those every time because this was. This is a big time match, guys, <laughs> and it it was excellent. And again, they tore the house down, literally. <laughs> yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, no, no, no. Uh, I was just going to point out Ryan Romano saying Thunder Rosa and Allison K is a, turning into a career long feud, and that 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 goes back to what Rob was saying before. It was like the dusty to the flare, like the that thing. Mm -hmm. Like maybe these are the lifelong rivals with each other. It would be cool if it. Could work out that way. Mm -hmm. Yep. What were you going to say, Tanya? I didn't mean to jump on you there. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm I'm new to this. So I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you're, doing good, baby. you're doing good. I'm biased, but you're doing good. I think you're doing fantastic. It's going oh, great. Y'all are sweet. But Sorry. my wife is not on the show, and she's going to kill me if we don't go ahead and start wrapping this thing up. So uh, we are at the end of Mission Pro Wrestling. That was it. If you haven't seen Wishes Granted, you got to go do it. It's on Title Match Network right now. It's 10 bucks. Check out Tandy's shirt if you're watching right now. She's got the shirt. It's actually a really cool shirt. Like, it is cool. Rob's got the Patty Winkowski. It's uh, Yeah. I mean, Mission Pro Wrestling is worth your time. It is the sole reason. I mean, no offense to the Title Match Network. It is the sole reason I have the Title Match Network is to watch Mission Pro Wrestling uh, because it is the some of the best wrestling in the business right now. In my, opinion. it's the reason I got it. But but now now that I have it, listen, there there is a wealth of great content, a, gr a lot of great women's content on there where you're going to get to follow Rachel Rose, Maddie Rinkowski, Jasmine Allure, Black Widow. Uh, Hollow Dead. You know, you're going to get to find all this stuff on there. So it's uh, well, some great uh, documentary stuff and all that too. Yeah. So, but uh, subscribe. I encourage you to subscribe. They don't endorse us, but we endorse them. Well, that person that you just heard talking is the doc. It's Rob Stinson at this is Doctor Stinson on everything. Tanya, what's your uh, what's your stuff? Muted. She is. She doesn't know. Uh, I, I manage her Twitter account. It's a uh, hold on. He's a manager. I'm, I'm just. I'm just a cute face. I was about to say. Wait. So. So it's really Rob responding all to the creepy DMs and stuff. <laughs> you. You thought yeah. they were creepy. No. <laughs> I mean. I mean. I. I thought they were hot. But I, just... I like Instagram and I like Facebook, but Twitter. I don't know. I'm old. Yeah. Uh, it's at Tanya underscore Stinson 86. I don't know. I'm going to make a little. I'm gonna That's make not a little my birthday, though. I don't know where our banners went. Um, I got you. Hold on. We used to have some here. They disappeared. We got them. There's a folder in there. Yeah. I mean, going to Mission Pro, though, if you were looking at like a little mini trip, it's awesome. Yeah. Pinball's Kingdom is just such a great venue. Like it's, and I'm not a huge wrestling person yet. I like it and I'm liking it more and more and more and more. It's like a snowball, but like, it's just the coolest venue. It really is. It's so much fun. And like how empowering to see all women make an entire show and then Thunder Rose at the end. Like it's. That's I what know, I like to I'm, I'm a man who has daughters and I want my daughters <laughs> to feel empowered and I want them to have heroes and. Uh, what little girl doesn't look up at Thunder Rose as a hero? Because Thunder, she is a hero. She's a 
they're devoted to their community. Her and Brian Rosa do uh, legit, you know, um, uh, works of, of charity and and just love. And they're just so there's just a loving couple. Right. Over there. And they work, man. Listen, when you walk into who we're in the world and you think, right, you're going to go in there to, <laughs> to pinball's kingdom to watch this show. And who in the world would, would, when would you ever think that Thunder Rosa would be out there carrying ice for people or running errands? They do not stop. Brian Rosa and Thunder Rosa do not stop from the time we get into the time that they work their tails off to put on a show for us. And they always stop to talk to us. Yeah, They've been uber kind to us and friendly and generous to us to, to help promote our show. And, you know, we're not going to stop promoting them and supporting them. They're That's just right. great people. And uh, the women at Thunder at uh, Mission Pro deserve every good thing that happens to them. So uh, just keep it on, man. This is this is good stuff. It's it's a it's a good thing. And if you've got daughters like we do, it's very empowering. And and it's yeah. it's we always like to see uh, good things happen to people. But I like to see good things happen to good people. Yeah. And these are good people. They are. It's a good show. Well said. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, you want to support something that matters in pro wrestling, you can spend 10 bucks and get Title Match Network and watch Mission Pro Wrestling and show those people that it's important that it's around. And uh, yeah, it's well worth your time, well worth your money. You will not regret watching these shows. You want to see the best of women's wrestling, especially. Um, it's right there. So uh, I'm at This is Gary Horn. The show is at TIPW Show on all the things you can uh Subscribe to our YouTube. We would really love it if you do that. And uh, tell all your friends about us, more importantly, just so we can get out in front of more people and uh, we can build like the best wrestling community ever. That would be awesome. And then you can go to NWA Power when it comes back. You know it's going to come back. And Thunder Rosa will be there. And Nick Aldis will be there. And Tanya and Rob will be there. So you can say hi to them. Anyway, probably the biggest star of them all. Piper, she'll be there. Piper is like our, yeah, she's our VIP MVP. You got to pay extra. That's like a, that's like you have to pay for the meet and greet to get Piper. But anyway, (laughs) all right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Ryan Romano. Thanks for sticking around so long front row wrestling with the MMA. John Farmer. Thanks for stopping by Jason. Uh, God, I'll miss everybody. Just thank you so much. Brian Rosa, thanks for being here and uh, putting this out there for us to get us the uh, views. We love you guys. Until next time, enjoy your gravy cake.